Good morning, good morning. It's Eshen Brenda Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And good morning, good morning. Beautiful day, sunny, warm. I well, not really warm, but an autumn, autumn warm, blue skies. And we call that a beautiful day. If it's rainy, cloudy, misty, and we're alive, it's also a beautiful day. Fluctuating, ever-changing, ever-moving conditions that we are here experiencing. Experiencing, experiencing. Especially when we just sit and make space to experience our lives. Taste our lives. Eat it up. Chew it. Digest it. Get rid of the waste and take the nourishment from it. That, of course, is the secret of sitting. It's the secret of living. You know, especially, especially around the holiday season, we think there's so much to do. People, gifts, plans, name, nameless, endless <clears throat> accomplishments by the end of the year, arrangements, resolutions doesn't end it doesn't it really literally doesn't end even when we accomplish all our accomplishments it doesn't end the next day starts all over we want to do we have a whole new list people arrangements accomplishments and we go around and around kind of like a like a like a rat in a maze boom 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 check this off my to-do list check that off so why <coughs> excuse me and now here's a wonderful koan so while i'm accomplishing all this and doing all that why don't i feel satisfied why can't i rest why can't i say great this suffices by the way that phrase this suffices it comes from the lojong teachings which means, thank you, I'm, I'm, I, I can rest. I'm at peace, I'm at ease. I can, I can experience whatever's here to experience. I can take a walk and just enjoy the walk. But we, we somehow can't. We take a walk and we're thinking of where we're going, or of who we'll see, or what we'll accomplish, accomplish, what comes next. And especially now to the end of the year, that question, what's next? is very pressing for many of us. Pressing due to the political situation, the COVID situation, a million reasons. There's always a reason <clears throat> why we feel agitated and, and can't rest, not, not, not secure in our being. It's huge. That's a huge point and a huge koan. Not secure in my being I have to keep proving something, keep doing something, keep getting something. Something is off. And I think this condition of something is missing, something's off, of this endless, endless, endless journey to accomplish something, to do something, it comes to an end, at least temporarily, when we, when we sit down on the cushion. We're just saying, okay for now, for now. I can put it all down. Just be here. Just breathe. Just taste the day. 
And naturally, as we do so, many thoughts, all these same kind of goals and thoughts and drives will come up to accost us. And I use that word, accost us, because even then we can't rest. So this becomes a more serious situation. By serious, I mean more, more important to look into its nature. What is the nature of this endless drive to more, 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 more? Never enough. I'm not good enough. I can't get it all done. When the actual fundamental truth is that it's already done. Everything is done. <laughs> what a funny moment to realize that it's all here. The world is created. It's an incredible gift that we've been given. And we keep feeling we have to fix it, do something, add something. We don't really stop to see the fundamental nature of ourselves and the world that we're in. What it is that is truly needed here and what isn't. Now that's a really beautiful and fascinating point, from my point of view anyway. What's truly needed here and what isn't. Because we go almost mindlessly, blindly, automatically doing, 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 giving, 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 thinking, 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 without being able to take that incredible pause. Take a moment. We do so much that not only is it not needed, but it, it becomes static. It becomes interference, clutter, madness eventually, out of controlness can't stop, whether it's in a form of an addiction, can't stop, or the form of a relationship, whatever the form it takes, it can get out of hand, for sure. And even now, everybody looking for cures and ways to calm down and ways to feel better, I'm sorry, and ways to feel at peace, that can become another addiction, more, 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 this works, does that work, does this diet work, does that Work. What is it? What is it that will give me the peace, the rest, the pause that I so desperately need and desire? What is it that will give me a sense of where I am, of beingness, of connection, of of, of being at ease, of being a sense of, I won't say security, but I'll say a sense of it's okay. I don't have to every moment wonder What's happening next? Where am I going? Who am I becoming? All of that. All of that. All of that. It's so endless. Some of the scriptures say it's endless through many, many lifetimes. We just keep going. That's called the wheel of karma. The wheel of karma. It rotates around and around and around and around. The wheel of karma. And we're on this wheel which rotates around and around by itself. It just keeps going and we're on it. Rather than we stepping off the wheel and we live our lives. Somehow human beings are given both, I think. The ability to either go rotating around on that wheel and be subjected to it, of our thoughts, of our automatic reactions, of our automatic compulsive doing. Or we... we, I. We can step off the wheel. As soon as we see what's happening and how really 
helpless we are on that wheel, we can step off. Not all at once, maybe, or maybe yes, all at once, but we can begin. We do have the, I think, the sovereignty to choose a different way. And that is what Zazen is, or Zen practice is. It's the practice of saying, wait a minute, I'm going to sit down. That's the first step. It's a profound, profound action and step. It's asserting our humanity, our given ability to see, to hear, to know, and to be guided and directed from within, not from the wheel of karma, not from all our conditioning and our beliefs and our experiences, reacting to them, wanting to fix them, not to live in such a blind and I must say helpless way. At the mercy, at the mercy of these forces that toss us about here and there and here and there. And living a painful life for many. There are periods of ease and goodness and calmness and plenty and so forth. And then again, these disruptions, whether they're internal health disruptions, work disruptions, relationship disruptions, political disruptions, whatever they are, the tornadoes of our lives appear. And that's also, one could say, the wheel of karma has been is turning. Things are coming to fruition. <clears throat> so when we step off the wheel, it's not like we're going to necessarily, <coughs> excuse me, right away stop all these things that are happening. When we step off the wheel, we are just saying, I'm not going to be subject to this. Have have no have no control. I don't mean the word control. Be out of the mercy of this. I'm going to sit down. And take and watch it and know it and watch all of it, including my own reactions to it. And once we begin that process of just being with it, stepping back from it when we sit on the cushion, we're not moving, we're not obeying the orders of the karma, oh, we're not obeying negative voices which accost us. Oh, she did this, he did that, you should do the other thing, on and on. We're not obeying that. We're not even listening to it. We're aware of it arising, but we do not give it our attention and it goes by itself as the simple mirage that it is or the memory that it is. We don't give it authority over us and we don't give it credence these thoughts, endless thoughts, memories, injunctions, all the conditioning, the conditioning from our lives, our culture, our many, many conditionings, families. We don't block it out. We're aware of it. But the more we're just aware of it, that's bringing light to it. Awareness is light. And and we're not reacting. Our reactions give all of this a lot of power. When we react, when we do something, we're really making it strong and firm and we're engaging in it. We're creating a whole movie out of it, a whole story out of it. We don't do that when we sit on the cushion. No, 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 no. Pulling the plug. (laughs) Pulling the plug of our action, our belief. And the lie that that we're powerless, that we're at the mercy of this, that's a lie. We're not. 
we do have the ability and the choice, and maybe you could even say, I don't want to use the word responsibility, but the gift to be able to step off the wheel and see it for what it is. It takes time. Many of us, rather than see it, we just let it take over and live it blindly. But the minute we begin to stop that and just sit still and watch it, and look, we begin to look from a bigger and bigger perspective at it. That happens by itself, by the way. When you embark on the practice of sitting, it all happens by itself, which is what I love about it so much. Who in the world could imagine how it would work? Who could know? But it knows. It knows. The life force knows. The beingness knows. You could call it anything you want. The spirit knows. There is the great one within who knows the way. It knows. And we're giving it space to emerge and to show us. And that itself is such a gift, a holiday gift, a a, a, a New Year resolution. I wouldn't make a resolution, but an aspiration. Whatever you want to call it. It's a tremendous space in the middle of the turmoil of quiet, of clarity and peace. Now it may only last that may only last a short time, but that's fine. Even a moment, even a moment of sunlight changes the nature of the murky water. It's fine, you get up, you do your life, you try to continue your attention to what you're doing. You go back to the cushion that evening or the next day. It's it's just the regularity and the new momentum which you are creating and you're inserting a new momentum into this turmoil. It's a momentum of stopping, not being at its effect, not joining in the madness, being with it, stepping back from it. And believe me that this process itself is such a blessing and such a gift to you and to others you will interact with because in there, everyone, everyone needs and wants this sense of ease, of peace, of rest, of clarity. Everyone, every single being. So when one person even begins to and have that enter their mind stream and their heart stream. It, it communicates itself to the others. You don't have to do it. You don't know how. We couldn't know how. How it communicates, how to affect others. Instead, we're constantly trying to teach this or that and improve this or that. But that's not actually the best way. <clears throat> the best way is just to be that ease and peace. And then it silently communicates itself to those who are open for it and those who are hungering for that as well. So this all goes beyond our so-called doership. We don't have to do a thing except to sit down and create some space in our life and in our heart and in our mind and to allow this beautiful gift that life wants to give us It's here for us. It's always here for us. We have to be here for it. (laughs) That's the secret. 
It's constantly giving of itself to us, peace, wisdom, healing, clarity. But we're so busy running around doing this, doing that. Our whole being focused on our karmic effects that we don't make space for it. Empty out. Allow it. So that's a wonderful gift to give yourself during this really busy and confusing holiday season. It could also be called love. (laughs) So once in a while I think of Zazen as the secret practice of love. What a loving, what a what a way to what a loving, loving action to oneself and of course, of course, to others. And and I and I and uh, it's about time to stop for today, but I really want to thank every single person who listens. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and being there. And I love sharing this. And and for those of you who write to me and say how helpful it is. I couldn't, nothing makes me happier than when I get one of those emails during the day. I get a big smile. And I get a smile otherwise too, but it's a very warm and beautiful connection we have. Even though I don't know who you are or where you are, many of you, I probably, I will never see your face, maybe, but it is happy and it knows. And that's enough for me. And I thank you for the day. And the website, as we know, is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And if you would like to write to me for any reason, topspeaker at yahoo.com. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.